Hipster bricks by Denver Day, The Cost of Doing Business, The Price of Egalitarianism in the 21st Century, or It Takes Money to Make Money. Number 37. I understand that it takes a village. What I had trouble getting my head wrapped around was the account that there is supposed to be a difference among the different fruits of the same poison tree. Poison's poison, right? As far as I can tell, the media and popular electoral politics, generally, serve no better purpose uh, more efficiently than to single out greaseballs as needed who are incumbent in many more ways than to being on the ley lines of natural authority. But just because I perceive such a dynamic doesn't mean that every person does shit. I think the House of Lords would rely on such civil action by the House of Commons, and that dereliction therewith would be considered unforgivable by certain factions of the crown. But America is a democracy, which means that there is a loop back which puts me on the ley line of the crown, as it were. Even more argument in favor of my position, though. Anyway, as far as governments go, I suspected, verily, that the capital city of the great state of Colorado was to be relatively, relatively, okay, free of corruption and historical lack of tolerance for grift and vice. The prostitutes are, well, the corporate ambient prostitutes were certainly here, but they were, they were more mindfully camouflaged than the ones in Phoenix. I must say that the prostitutes in Phoenix seem to, as a class, have done a terrible job at researching their demographic. Or maybe not, and I was just in the wrong place. I have trouble with price tags, actual price tags. Of course, I have trouble with actual prostitutes. And the actual price tags uh, I was bewildered by. Ah, Phoenix. Anyway, long and short of it should be, I considered, that if someone were to choose a city in which to launch a startup business of greasing shitball politicians, Denver might be relatively a safe place to do so politically because of sympathetic attitudes already in place. At the same time, it could turn out to be tough work to come by, I thought, in light of its potential local scarcity mile high surely not though of all the complaining that we all do regarding the salt of the earth and the unwashed horror of fallen mankind all around us everywhere we go inescapable for any walk of life anywhere surely denver wouldn't disappoint there must be a way to break into the district of columbia though i thought eventually now that is a plan worth approaching in a slow boat for the sake of all humanity and the future of peace and love and Americanos. But anyway, the only people brave enough to self-identify as agents of the early Arizona government were train robbers. Full stop. And it somehow led to prostitutes who were at, wear actual price tags on themselves in the capital city today. In Colorado, it were mountaineering squatters who first fessed up to being in charge of it, uh, statutorily, and it led to discreet prostitutes in contemporary Denver. And in both instances, and in every other territory, all of the Western viceroys had to conspire with the federal usurists, and that's still happening. Likewise is the train robbering, but most of the trains today are carrying intellectual property, although there are a few real ones around for now. Pions. Anyway... Generally, usury and such things do not drive people crazy. 
they don't get a shit about it one way or another. That's what makes me good at this job. That is, if they do not have a dog in the hunt, which is good for me, I can pay a tax and remain objective insofar as I believe that to be uh, the good kind of passing the buck, the rendering unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Mm. Once this vantage is reached, the door is open to greater opportunities of truth and leadership in the greater marketplace of ideas. When one's brain is not clouded by decon and money and coke, then one's thoughts are clearer, and my condition at the same time was and beef was auspicious after my eye-opening involvement with Julie began. I want to see the overall context of the intelligence next time, I said. I realize that puts me into the planning sphere and removes me from the action-alone position, which is important <clears throat> in the overall ontology of the operation. Well, that separation of powers is there to protect you, importantly enough, among other reasons, Mary Sam said, but I understand why. Just giving you the name of a public figure, without the context that surrounds it, might seem a little bit dodgy in terms of procedure, but I hear your argument. I mean, for someone who's ambitious. And it's well brought. Civil recourse is ineffective, and secular criminal courts likewise tend to fail in providing relief to the constituency from public officials who are corrupt. And it's not just narcotics. Do any of these houses ever cease and desist after their runners get the axe, I asked. Ever, ever, ever. Well, it cools down the activity, but no one ever really quits, she said. Really, it only is considered legitimate news among the moogs who do that sort of work and philosophically are mutually exclusive caste with respect to their employers and it, and it, it makes their professions more lucrative. And none of this, nothing at this level, would ever have the slightest impact on greater supply and demand factors. The answer to that is the same on top of the supply chain as it is on top of the demand chain, I pointed out, Bring, bringing this conversation back to square one. Except, Sam Mary Grand, except that it illumines a future path that might take us beyond these beautiful North American shores. She raised an eyebrow. I had to admit the woman was on to something there. I'm thinking D.C. She's thinking, you know, Cabo, you know, south of Spain. Oh, I said, pray. Tell me all about the legalistic protocols of taking such a show as this on the road. <laughs>